welcome to another episode of the big question presented by friendly film a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie question on this episode we'll discuss what nintendo video game need to be turned into movies as always our most could do it and so again joined by josh straley hello everyone i hope your week is off to a great start hopefully welcome to hump day as always yes that means it's big question day it is um but if you are wondering where you can find the rest of our big questions, mm-hmm. um, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and now, of course, Spotify. Um, but if you can, though, on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. That'll ultimately help rank us and help us find more friends of the show. Yeah. And um, last week, we did a what other Hollywood uh, movies franchises so many adjectives uh need to be get retconned sequels that was what we did last week well that was actually two weeks Wait, what ago. did we do last week last week we were like who else do as avengers 4 need to return to us that's correct yes um which so many ideas exactly and a lot of heartfelt ones and led us to kind of like envisioning how it lay out and yeah. it was it was very it was super fun yeah but this week we're going to tackle the big question what nintendo video games should become movies um because you know video game movie adaptations have not fared very well in the past even though personally i think tomb raider this year is probably the best one it's kind of wild that came out this year i, I know get about it it is wild March it's super so underrated far. um but uh, you know, this this week, you know, why we're doing this question is because over the past week, you know, for Halloween, Brie Larson posted, uh, you know, her, her her costume on the interwebs, showing that she was dressed up as the in the Metroid Prime uh, suit, uh, which obviously made a lot of people, you know, kind of freak out. Like, oh my gosh, you would be the perfect choice mm-hmm. to lead this movie, um, but you know, it's probably not happening, right? And she's like, well, I hope so. I want to make it. Yeah. So Brie Larson's down to star in a Metroid Prime movie. The internet collectively, I think, is all down. You're down as well. well a billion percent down. I am also 100 percent on board for this idea, um, and hopefully, gets made at some point in the future. I mean, she's now dipping her toes into blockbuster waters with Captain Marvel, and she'll be in Avengers Four next year. And her MCU future is probably going to be long and uh, great, but she'll also probably have time for another franchise or two, which could be a Metroid Prime movie hopefully in live action. Uh, but we also know that we're getting an animated Super Mario Brothers movie at some point. So there are some Nintendo properties that are, are kicking around. Uh, you know, Sonic is not technically Nintendo, right? I don't know. And what, and what and Pokemon is... Is Pokemon a Nintendo? Pokemon is Nintendo. Okay, and 100%. We, have, we have the Detective Pokemon movie coming out next year as well. Mm-hmm. The live action CGI hybrid. The Sonic one, I'm... It's a it's a Sega game, but then he's always like in Smash Bros and stuff. So yeah, I don't know I'm not sure how Sega. that works, honestly. But if he is he is related to the Nintendo family, yes. In some they go to the way. Olympics together, sometimes. right? Exactly. <laughs> so like you know, in that regard, then we also have a Sonic movie coming out next year or in 2020 or something. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of Nintendo properties being adapted, obviously, but Nintendo has a vast library full of characters, of franchises, of cool ideas um, that we think should move to the big screen. So we're here to pitch a couple of ideas of uh, what they should be. Uh, before we get into what those actually are, though, Josh, I have one question for you. Yes. And this, this may not be a universal yes or no. This could be, well, it varies on the project, and I'll tell you as we get to them. Mm-hmm. But are your pitches for animated movies or live action? I think that a lot of them would work best animated. Okay. 
um, just because it's uh, it eases people's apprehension about accepting the format and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of early Nintendo properties are super kooky. I mean, they yeah. only turn out one or two games a year now, and it's basically Mario Party, Mario Kart, and uh, <laughs> some kind of Legend of Zelda property, uh, Splatoon being different. Um, but a lot of their early stuff was just nuts. And... I love it, and I think animation will be the, the storytelling format for it. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines of like Illumination or it's Sony. Um, Illumination's who, the one doing the Mario movie, right? I believe so. Pretty sure. I said I hoped it was Illumination. I know back when we talked about I be- it. I believe it is Illumination. I'll Google that while okay. we jump into things here. But yes, I uh, agree with you and that all of the movies that I'm pitching – I am pitching in the hopes that they would be animated. Even though I think, you know, some of them could potentially work live action. I just think that, you know, that is the way that, you know, fans of these properties are most familiar with them in terms of their looks already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while it could be interesting to see like, you know, how uh, like a Donkey Kong live action movie looks, right. I would rather them just like stick with animated and, you know, keep it simple For sure. and familiar and go about it that route. Although Andy Serkis would crush it as DK himself. Sure, absolutely. Why Why not? He could do all the, all, the entire roster of Donkey Kong characters. Um, but, you know, it, you know, Josh, is that one on your list? It or? Is, it's not on my list. Okay, it is It is on mine. Okay, yeah. Just because, you know, Donkey Kong, uh, you know, it's it's kind of this you know, this wacky property. Donkey Kong is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., um, a whole bunch of different characters that you can kind of throw in and out and explore this kind of, this, this jungle setting, but like, you know, do whatever Donkey Kong does. And uh, whether you can make him, you could bring him in as like the, the villain as he was originally and uh, have him you know, be somebody you have to go stop and have somebody save somebody uh, from. Mm-hmm. Or just make him a hero and have him and his family go on these you know, adventures. And I just think you know, Donkey Kong could can work. And you get, uh, I think it'd just be a fun movie, honestly. Yeah, no, totally. And like it's sort of like the, 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 there's a familial aspect to yeah. it because they're all Kongs, um, Candy Kong and Cranky Kong. So like you've got, you've got like this gambit of monkeys that you can um, cast and add personalities to yeah. to like so many people and I don't know the plot of a Donkey Kong video game I, I don't either I just know there's a crocodile um, King K. Rule. Oh, yeah. that's right I believe is his name um, just gonna look at the picture here yep that's a that's a crocodile okay <laughs> awesome uh, so you do something with that. Yeah. Crocodiles and monkeys have a long feud, I assume. Um, yeah, make it some ancient sort of yes, like, like war. It's like the proverb, the old African proverb, the monkey and the, I don't know, okay. But yeah, there's there's a lot. I, it would lend itself perfectly. Um, if you, I don't know, did you think, if you think about anybody like to bring no. your Donkey Kong character to no. life? No, me neither. No. Okay. Um, the, but, these pitches are not as elaborate as my Marvel pitches. Okay, they're, sure thing. <laughs> they're very uh, straightforward, baseline, kind of just, here's here's the concept. Okay, yeah. No, I, I dig it, 100%. Um, as for me, though, I don't have Donkey Kong on here, but I have my favorite Nintendo property that I wish they would do more with okay. today, especially on the uh, the Switch. Yeah. But it's Advanced Wars. Okay. You ever heard of this? No. I don't know. Kind of. It was one of their first uh, strategy games, or at least one of the first strategy games that got popular with me. Okay. Um, and it's basically just these fake nations that are all wearing different colors from red, blue, yellow, green, and orange, and then eventually black. And they just fight it all out. Um, you build... Uh, 
troops and things like that and you send them out there and in a turn-based strategy game from bombers you need artillery and things like that um, anti-air weapons and things like that but okay. it stars three characters um andy max and sammy who all are these generals of different nations and they're like 13 year old punk kids uh-huh. and, like in charge of armies but it's sort of it, it kind of and it kind of lends itself to um a ender's game like thing where these kids are genius strategists okay. uh but it it was kooky, but it's also sort of like, um, uh, you know, war related uh-huh. in a lot of ways. And it, it's it's big bad villain is this General Strum who looks like a Nazi Darth Vader. Yeah, I in a lot of that. ways. Yeah, and so there's a lot of fun here. It would definitely need to be animated. Uh, well, this one could go back and forth. This is one of the only ones I have where it'd be like, oh, you could go either way with this is one. Is this like what Peter Jackson does after, you know, Mortal Engines doesn't do very well? Yeah. Like, oh, man. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's exactly like that in a lot of ways. Uh, That's the vibe I'm getting. Just like not knowing anything about the property, but looking at pictures and right. stuff. It's not like a doomsday scenario. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, that's sort of like the mentality. And then there's uh, there's other characters in there like Eagle, who's like this uh, World War II ace pilot, but he's he dresses like one like that. He's okay. like commander of the Green Army, and they're really good with the air and things like that. And so um, that's like the attitude to it. Wait, like, so is there like a Hunger Games style? Like these no. different colonies are like nope. for specific like areas of expertise? No, they're just all country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, but, but um, each country has a, a a power. Okay. Um, that they're really good at. Like Max, who's this big blue-haired uh, brute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. they're really great with tanks and okay, makes like, sense. You know, ground units versus um, I'm trying to think of the what the Orange Army is really good at, but I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but I just know he's like he he sits in the tank all day, and that's like his thing. Okay. Um. And it's it was it's super fun to play, but these personalities that they have here would lend themselves really well. If you made it live action, you could like lean into this. Oh, all these countries are being manipulated to attack each other by this big bad, and you can geopoliticize it to heck if you uh-huh. want, or something like that. Or you could go animated and you know let these characters be kind of goofy and wonky, and uh, heck, it would even look well in the Spider-Man, you know, the new Spider-Man animation. But uh, yeah, that's Advanced Wars. Okay, turn-based strategy. But um, I think anyone, I think anyone who's played these games have loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just think it would be a perfect property to get out there, especially too because it doesn't have widespread appeal yet. But you could turn it that way, right? And then make video games to re-profit off of it. Yeah, all. yeah it's all about that kind of that synergy. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to propose Kirby. Ooh, I, I like Kirby. Uh, Kirby had an animated show back in the day that I used to watch as Saturday a child. Saturday mornings. Yeah. Um, don't remember really anything about the plot of the movie other than Kirby riding around on a star mm-hmm. and interacting with Meta Knight, who was just like the coolest character because yep. oh. He looks like Kirby, but he's got a night suit, and that's yeah. that's cool because I'm like eight years old. <laughs> he like lives on the edge too. Right. He's like cool Kirby. <laughs> yeah, he's like the anti-hero version of Kirby. Um, but really, it's just like I think Kirby is like again. I don't. I think a live-action Kirby would be like borderline terrifying. It would be a horror movie. <laughs> but like an, an an animated version of Kirby, he can stay cute and be a little. 
pink ball of of, bu- of bundle of joy basically mm-hmm. and go off on adventures he's got that really cool power set where you know he can inhale somebody <laughs> and take yeah. their abilities which again terrifying concept but you know it's kirby and it's like played for fun basically and i, I just want to see that kind of this 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 pop star world uh explored because i think like at least for the animated series even though i don't remember like the plot of the show or anything did leave an impression on me like oh i remember watching that a lot and like liking it and thinking oh this is cool mm-hmm. and waking up on saturday morning like, oh i can't wait to see that again and i would i would love to see kirby brought back and kind of get this big um you know movie form you know story told for him and then also like that's the synergy like kirby is such a plushable character that he's like oh yeah if he was on like uh, the big screen and mm-hmm. people loved him like he would like there would be kirby sales off the charts oh, yeah. on levels of like baby Groot and Porgs. Uh, he was like the original Porg, I think, basically. That sounds Just probably right. not with anywhere close to the amount of merchandise sales. Uh, well, I mean, toys, I mean, video games probably he outranks Porgs, but... Of course. Um, Until I get my Porg RPG off the ground. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> go, go is up now. You can go, Nate. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I just think I, I like Kirby. Like, you can bring him Meta Knight, put him up against King DDD, mm-hmm. the giant penguin with a mallet. Like, yeah. It, it's just this wacky kind of concept, and I think there's just a lot, a lot of fun you can have. Every part of that series was like designed to make you go, "Aw, yeah. like even though he's evil, I'm gonna like stop him to death or right. suck him <laughs> up." Uh, he's a penguin with a little crown on his head, like a, a chubby penguin with a yes. crown on his head too. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree there. Um, okay, so I have up here, which is. is it's technically a Mario property. Okay. But it's, it's a subsection of, so I hope you'll for, I hope this can be allowed. Okay. But it's we'll Luigi's see. Mansion. Ooh, okay, I like it. Um, animated, horror, take a give the horror turn, the, the 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 scary turn a try. It'd probably be PG. Guillermo del Toro comes in and directs it. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> no, um, it would be a, it would uh, probably need like an Adam Mc. No, I'm probably I feel like Yomo could do it though, honestly. Like he's got that uh, He's doing Pinocchio. Well, I'll, what is Pinocchio have a rating yet? No, but he's the EP or he's some producer or something on that uh Troll Hunter show on Netflix. That's right. Which seem which I haven't seen, but it looks to me to be very family friendly and mm-hmm. fun and uh, aimed at children, so I think he could tackle a Nintendo movie. And he could be he able, probably loves the property. Yeah, and drop some scares in there. Uh but yeah, I mean it's the it's the it's a Nintendo video game that's rated E for everyone, or rated E10, sorry. And it's a little bit, it's definitely scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember playing it and being like, this is this is too much, man. And then now I'm like, oh, okay, it's fine. Or, I mean, <laughs> or it gives me the heebie-jeebies a little bit less, but still scary. Um, and it's fun. And Luigi is one of these ki- like characters who doesn't get the spotlight ever. He's not going to have the spotlight in the Mario video game, or he's going to be the butt of a bunch of jokes. But it's like... You get to identify with him being like, I'm a little bit scared right now. Okay. And then there's <laughs> Professor Egad and all sorts of these other ghosts and characters like that that you can toss in there and create a really powerful narrative around King Boo and mm-hmm. things like that. And I have a special place in my heart for this game. So Yeah. I remember playing that game back in the day. Mm-hmm. Good game. GameCube. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't own a GameCube, I played it at friends' houses. Okay. But still a good game. Yes. Um, yeah. I think I, I will allow it. If okay. I have to give permission for some reason. Right. Well, I just didn't know. Maybe we left Super Mario That is true. Out we, there. we did leave it off. But, but I think there are... I mean, I don't have any other Don, or uh, Mario-adjacent properties, but if you were pitching me like 
Super Mario Galaxy or something because we don't know like what mm-hmm. Super, Super Mario Bros. movie is going to be. Right. Like if you want to pitch something like that or Mario Kart or something like, we could probably get there. Okay. Um, but uh, one I want to mention is also been in the news this past week. Oh yeah. Because it's getting an animated show, but I don't care. I want to see Legend of Legend of Zelda on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Link in there. Give him his proper showing, uh, animated form as well. Okay. Uh, I mean, th- this is like the one I think if you if Nintendo really wanted to go for it and branch out beyond just like we're doing family friendly animated movies and mm-hmm. even live action CGI hybrids, uh, you could probably do Legend of Zelda and maybe make go for like PG thirteen epic kind of scope and just yeah. have. Link and Princess Zelda and go after the Triforce and all that stuff you do in Zelda games really go into it. Zelda, uh, the one that came out for the Wii was one of the most frustrating gaming experiences of my life. Twilight Princess? Yes, because oh, my, my favorite. there was a point where I got stuck and I I was like in the forest and my I had run out of like lamp fuel or something. So I couldn't like, I couldn't get out and I was basically just stuck and I was like, well, I'm like, 30% through the game or something and I don't want to start over so I just like had to stop playing and it was really depressing but that won't happen if it's a movie oh, because man, yeah. they'll, they'll get through no matter what <laughs> so I need I need them to complete this story for me and do it on the big screen that's why I play Legend of Zelda is not is not is not just to play the game it's like I want to know what's going on here mm-hmm. tell me like what's the story about show me the ins and outs and the ups and downs and whatever the case is um, so that's why yeah I way too many hours into twilight princess <laughs> and call of the wild or breath of the wild which is fabulous and i can't wait for its sequel uh i am 100 percent there with you okay um legend of zelda needs to be animated um because of this, and though the video games actually turn left and right or you know kind of balance between that pg-13 pg style attitude uh-huh. ocarina of time the biggest hit um at least the one that pushed it into the mainstream for a at least us as kids. Right. Um, I know the classic Nintendo game was a hit too, and that's why they kept making them. But um, that's really dark in a lot of ways. Like there's an entire, there's like three temples dedicated to like fighting witches and specters and things like that. And yeah. Um, so it, you could go either way with it, but PG-13 animation is basically kind of borders on the line of um, being uh, anime. Right. No, I, I was saying like go like PG thirteen like live action. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like if if they, if they Is that wanted, what you want? no, I would rather I think see it animated PG. Just keep it all the same style. But mm-hmm. like if Nintendo's like you know we've had you know say this is five years from now and they you know, Super Mario Bros was a huge success. Sonic movie, there's like three of them. Pikachu's got a sequel. Um, like they're experiencing so much success, but they're like, but we're doing it all kind of in the same style. Yeah. Like let's do something different. Let and like. The Legend of Zelda TV series is like done after three seasons, so they're like, okay, let's put it on the big screen and do it in a different setting. So we'll do it live action, yeah. PG thirteen. Like that would make sense to me, but I'd rather obviously stick to animated PG and do it that way. Love it. Um, so can I stick? I'm gonna stick with the fighters though for my next one. Okay. Um, but I've got Fire Emblem. Okay. And it is probably, it is a turn-based strategy fantasy Okay. for Nintendo. Have you ever heard of this? I believe I have heard of it. I don't really remember anything about it. Okay. Well, um, it's basically, it, this would be my live, my, my other live action pitch okay. for them to do. Um, it's a little bit gritty um, in terms of just the art, animation, and style. 
Um, but and there's been various versions of the game that take place in this continent of, of all these different fictional continents. Uh-huh. But the most compelling character they've come across is Ike. Oh yeah, um, in the games, and he's featured in Smash Brothers. Yep, that's how. Um, and the games are called Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, and they center around this kid whose father is killed by a black knight and it's about his journey kind of like through um the world as it is and he um and then the peripherals of it is him hunting this black knight and because games are how the games are stacked um fighting the tendency to be like it would also be a really great series it could be a great trilogy Uh um as you move through it and um the two game the two game arc as it really is because you could pour all of your characters over and all of their powers and abilities into the next game, which I loved on the Wii. Um, kind of like has him grow from a kid to an adult and it like it pushes into this larger conspiracy or this larger view um, of like the world and how like these two races are colliding because there's um, a race called the Goose who like are uh-huh. shapeshifters and it becomes sort of like a race war between mankind and them and like the latter parts of it until like the gods of that universe are like okay we'll just have to wipe everybody out and start over because you guys can't get along they're like no please don't it kind of becomes a fight for that okay uh so yeah and it's really compelling and i mean you can the ike character that you can probably see the artwork from is like you could easily get like a hemsworth or somebody like that or you know like a a stock um bulky australian person to like go play um and i think it'd be perfect for it and it could be this pg-13 pg um type entertainment like it would be their netflix movie series or something like that okay. so interesting i don't know anything about that property but i do know ike and those characters from smash bros mm-hmm. so uh yeah i can be on board with that idea um one character again i'm not really familiar with the property itself yeah but um one of the characters and concepts that always kind of struck me from smash bros with Star Fox? Yeah, I love uh, Star Fox. Star Fox and, you know, you got Falco and you got just like, I just, I don't, again, I don't really know anything about the games themselves, but I like mm-hmm. the characters and the idea of these animals that are space travelers and space fighters. And yeah. um, I think something like that could be like super fun on an animated scale, but also on the big screen and told through some epic scope where, again, it's, since it's animated, you can kind of, there's like no real boundaries to what they could do. And I feel like you could really go crazy and just kind of tell a really epic star fox movie get a get a great voice voice cast um and just tell this really cool because i don't think there's like a lot of like animated space movies out there especially like i, I don't know for whatever reason the last couple of weeks i've just been in the mood for like i want to see like space like fights of like pilots and like mm-hmm. dog fights in space and stuff like that's oh, why yeah. i pitched the poe dameron thing uh like last week or two weeks ago super big aside have you seen the battlestar galactica series i have not you should check that out that would definitely satisfy your fill me <laughs> yeah that would definitely hit the hit the sweet spot of like it's it's a wacky ludicrous drama uh-huh. but there's a ton of dog fighting okay. in it. um so that would and then like space battles and all right, that right. sort with the cylons so i'll have to check it out yeah um but yeah i think they could probably adapt that or uh, some i some of those ideas for star fox and have this just 
cool thing going on. Uh, totally. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I so agree. Like, Star Fox is one of, like, one of those properties that, like, you play, like, the 64 version, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. I love flying a spaceship around. Right. And you know, just shooting down people, like, getting into those, like you said, dogfights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's so entertaining. And then, you know, and then in, on the side, you have, like, a little frog pop up on, the, like, your uh, your heads-up display being like, they're, they're on my tail. Help me out. And you're like, I got to fly in and save them before they yeah. get blown out of the sky. And so that's it's super fun. And then um, the story of it is, like, his father was a pilot and uh-huh. crashed into the sh- uh, some kind of, like, ship and then... He's prisoner or whatever the case is. So there's like all these threads that they could pull on it too. And then like the, the, the potential for the voice cast of Slippy, Falco, um, Star Fox himself, obviously, and somebody else. There's a rabbit. Yeah, I don't know the rabbit's name. Me neither. Uh, I just know Slippy's the frog. It's not Thumper, I'm pretty sure. No, <laughs> that's not. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, totally. And then, yeah, you could build an entire space adventure there. Um, but in speaking of space... Well, not speaking of space vendors, the opposite of space adventures is a series or a game called Earthbound, hmm. which stars Ness, oh. um, the boy with the baseball bat. It's the video game from um, Japan's called Mother Two, but it's basically about a kid with psychic, or basically about a kid with psychic powers who has aliens come invade mm-hmm. Earth or the planet that he's on in this, um, but mostly in his small town of Onet. And it's about him kind of like fighting them off. Um, I mean, the meteorite that hits near his town tells him you're going to be the hero of the earth and here's some psychic powers and now get ready to go fly and use electricity and <laughs> fight like fight against this like ominous dark um, force called like Geoas. Uh, I'm going to, I'm butchering the pronunciation of that, but yeah, and, and that's really all it is. It's super simple. It would definitely have to be animated mm-hmm. um, because of the wacky elements of, like, a kid flying around and using all sorts of psychotic powers. Really? I mean, you couldn't get, like, Jacob Tremblay to be, like, a live-action version <laughs> you, of this? You could, but there's a certain amount of camp to it that you – or not camp, but um, the the color palette okay. from the game is – it's not iconic, but – you want it to sort of keep an upbeat persona through, even though it's getting dark or weary or anything okay. like that. Um, to make the animation style that's portrayed in Smash Brothers would be perfect for mm-hmm. it. All right. Well, I think I only have one left. I have one left myself. Okay. Uh, this one's just kind of the, well, why not? Okay. Super Smash Bros. Ooh. I want to see like a legit, like, because at least, at least for Super Smash Bros. Brawl, like I remember playing like the story mode on that mm-hmm. and like, becoming like really invested in what was happening yeah uh even though again now like all those years later i don't really remember what the story was other than like people Mm. were bad and had to go save them right um master hand is out there right which looks kind of to be like the same thing they're doing with the new smash bros but i haven't seen a single trailer for this new one oh there was one that just dropped this week actually which coincidentally enough is why we're talking not why we're talking about this but it just happened that led to your you, nintendo needs to make a, a cinematic universe yeah. smash brothers pitch. Like a, wait why aren't they because like they have so many characters all of these different mm-hmm. planets and realms and uh ideas you can mess with and then like do it all animated form which is why all my pitches are animated yes uh, and then like you know after you know six years of all of these various properties happening you can mm-hmm. you can include your advanced wars and uh, everything else you, you've been pitching you bring it all together, 
and just have them all together. Like, I think that'd be super cool. Um, have them like just have like a team up movie. Um, uh, then there, some of them are have been turned evil and been brainwashed or whatever, and then they fight each other. And then there's like the the I I just love Super Smash Bros. I love yeah. playing it as a uh, a teen, and I think just, if there's a way to replicate that on the screen, I think there is a way. I don't know how that is, but I think there are smarter people than me out there that oh. can figure this out and. Uh, just really make it work and have Nintendo give us something that rivals or like the next big thing. Like I yeah. think spider verse later this year is going to crush and then animated movies as a whole are going to rise. And then Nintendo could be like, Hey, look at us. We're going to do something that's even bigger and grander. And what better way to kind of do a finale of sorts to it than a super smash bros movie. Yeah. We have a, we have a stigma weirdly enough not a stigma but we have an apprehension of seeing animated movies or watching animated movies mm-hmm. like we automatically associate them with like kids stuff yeah once you're over like i don't know like 10 or 12 probably yeah you're like nah animated right and then like if i wasn't like a a, a movie lover i would probably be like eh, i mean movies i don't want to go to the theater to see that right it's just the pixar stuff mm-hmm. really is what gets me there um like and the kubo and the two strings and things like that of course because they've got the heart and soul but um, animators are literally adults and adults yeah. are making that for themselves. And I would love to see, yeah, I hope Spider into the spider verse does that. Um, but if it can't do that, my final pitch is the grittiest pitch I have here. Like it could be rated R. Oh my gosh. I mean, it would never happen, but it could, I, I, 70% of movies released last year were ra- rated R. Did you know yeah, that? I saw that stat and I was like, that's wild. What? And it doesn't feel like it, but it okay. does not. Like, oh, sorry. I'm off USB track here. Ca- like, that's that count must have been counting like literally everything like those like movies that are made for like no budget but they're like oh but we're like a mm-hmm. gritty low budget movie trying to get like you know get our name out there right i would yeah, i would love to see the breakdown yeah um but this is called f-zero it's captain falcon series okay from oh yeah yeah smash brothers captain punch or uh-huh. falcon punch that's what it is yeah, yeah. right the captain crunch <laughs> <laughs> uh but he's basically a space racer um who races for like in this deadly zero gravity um that's a great map on smash bros grand prix it is great because like you're just like floating and all of a sudden all right get ready to watch out for these things that are running over um and it would be like death race but nintendo's space version of it jason statham doesn't need to star in it um but i mean if you wanted to you could get him for it okay (laughs) but uh yeah, and it just like there's a whole world around it. His ex, his nemesis, um, whose name I'm spacing on at the moment, uh, but he's like it's samurai something. But he's like an ex cop and we've got a grudge against against Captain Falcon, and you can just run at it from there, and then have racing in the middle of it. Um, Justin, uh, Justin, Justin of the Star Trek fame. Oh, Justin Lin. Justin Lin, thank you, um, will be a great director for this since he that. can't get his Speed Racer off the ground, or not Speed Racer, his Hot Wheels property off the ground. I think it'll be perfect. What made you choose Jason Statham for Captain Falcon? Um, I associated, I call it the Death Race. Oh, okay. Uh, space, but it's sort of like a Grand Prix type of a event, more so, because um, these wealthy space merchants are like, we got to find something to bet on i could see the rock doing it the rock would be good too both those guys yeah 
Anybody from Hobbs and Shaw, get Vanessa Kirby to do it or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. That first image. We didn't talk about that first image. No, we did great. not. She. I mean, yeah, she looks great. But it's just like an image. We'll, yeah, we'll see the movie eventually. Well, yeah, next year. Um, so that's that's it. Those are all the Nintendo movies that need to be brought to the big screen. Those. That's all I've got. Um, I I I I don't think I expressed how much I would love to see Legend of Zelda on the big screen, just be, for time's sake. Mm-hmm. But that's the one I want to see the most. Okay. Though. Or just any kind of content with Elton. Yeah. I, I want to see someone take that wild, ridiculous timeline and just give me a condensed story, <laughs> please. Yeah. And give Link a name or a voice. Right. No, he shouldn't actually talk in the series. Ooh, okay. I like it. That would be that would be my only thing to say. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, those are our thoughts on Nintendo video games that need to be or should be adapted for movies. But obviously, there are other properties out there. Maybe you want a Mario Party movie. I could be on board for that. Or Mario Kart. You you want, you know, an mm-hmm. Ice Climbers movie or you, I don't know what you, I don't Ice know. Climbers. You do, you do whatever you want. Uh, but if, you know, if there are other properties out there that we didn't mention that you think are worthy of being brought to the big screen, be sure to tweet us at Friends of Film. Let us know what you think uh, should be brought to the big screen for Nintendo properties. But if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, Hero Tunes and give us a five-star view with comments to tell us why you enjoy listening to the show. And then head over to Twitter again and follow me personally at MovieCooper and Coops and Oscar Hoops. And follow me at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends Film Podcast. Josh? The Ice Climber game is literally called Ice Climber. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that either. But be sure to turn next week for more fun facts. <laughs>